Okay, we got Gerard Mayo here. We'll start off with Mike Reese, followed by Chris Ryan. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Gerard, how you doing today? Just unmute yourself. All right, doing well, Mike, how are you? Good, had a five-yard penalty for being muted, but I'm gonna decline, <laughs> but I'm gonna decline it. Decline it. Decline it. Is that cool? That's good? That's good? <laughs> That's great, I appreciate um, it. Hey, I wanna start you off with something that, that probably isn't related at all to what you're doing right now, So, but it's a bigger picture thing that, that is significant in the league, which is um, Brady probably gonna go over 100,000 passing yards in his career. If you think about that, like 100,000 passing yards, it's a sort of a milestone number, right? And and I wanted to ask you, just with it's got thirteen thousand of those coming in the postseason. When you process what I just said, like how much does that sort of thirteen thousand factor into? Like it's going to be hard for anyone to beat that number. <laughs> well, you know, when you think of time, you think of you know greatness. You think of longevity. You think of uh, the ultimate competitor. So. You know, when you hear those numbers, like, you know, records, you know, people always say records are meant to be broken, but those won't probably be broken at least anytime soon in our lifetime. So um, definitely uh, impressed by all of those numbers. And then just a quick follow up as a teammate of his. And that's why I ask you, you know, what, what, what were you able to observe of how he elevated his game, you know, in the postseason? Yeah, you know, he just continued to evolve, you know, throughout the season. Coach always talks about, you know, as a team, we won't be the same team in September that we are uh, in December and January and February. And I would say Tom, as an individual player, he would just continue to evolve uh, as the season went on and really, you know, finding out the, the strengths and areas to improve on the offensive side of the ball. So just uh, always looking for ways to get better. Thanks, Gerard. Oh, yeah. I just want to. I just want to uh, send my condolences to the Zimmer family, you know, um, heard about his son and, and also, uh, you know, take off, you know, in the hip hop community. Um, it's a pretty sad day, pretty sad day today. So. Appreciate you mentioning that, Gerard. Sorry that I started off with the questions before. No, we got to that, so. yeah, we'll go to uh, Chris Ryan, followed by Evan Lazar. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Gerard, um, just want to ask you a little about the, the Colts offense here with uh, Sam Ellinger and also uh, Marcus Brady apparently getting uh, let go as the offensive coordinator for the team. Obviously, some fluctuation there. What does that mean from a, a game planning standpoint when you don't have a lot of tape on Ellinger and not quite sure maybe the direction they'll go in uh, from a play calling perspective? Yeah, you still, uh, you know, you still have tape on Ellinger. You know, he played in the preseason and things like that. And I would say the head coach is still an offensive guy. So I'm, I'm sure it won't change uh, too much. Uh, but at the same time, we just have to be aware who's on the field and where people are located on the field and really see how the game is going. So uh, it's definitely going to be difficult. But at the same time, uh, we just have to play with the ultimate awareness uh, in this game. I want to ask you about Bill's 325th victory as well. He mentioned you in, in the post game speech and yesterday Matthew Slater was talking about you know how Bill has adapted through the time period and it's kind of underrated his people skills his ability to um to message to different generations basically of players and that the messaging now very different from the your era and the, the Bruski variable era prior to that so what have you seen in terms of changes and adaptation from him and how he goes about you know, motivating players and and connecting with players yeah, I think an underappreciated um, uh, quality of coaches, his ability to evolve and also his ability to listen. 
And he has always had, you know, even though he's had older coaching staffs, he's always had a few younger guys on the staff um, who were able to really take the message in from him and really disseminate that amongst the rest of the guys. And he's also done a great job being able to uh, just adapt his coaching style to to this generation. Um, you know, this generation, I'm not, look, these guys are still tough-nosed football players. They love the game. But at the same time, they're just different levers to pull to motivate these guys. And coach has always done a good job at doing that, no matter who it is. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Okay, we'll go to Evan Lazar, followed by Zach Cox. Go ahead, Evan. Hey, Gerard, how you doing? I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, two questions for you, if you have the time. Uh, first one, just wanted to ask you about cross-training the safeties at linebacker and kind of what that process is like for you guys as a staff to have guys like, you know, Adrian, Jabril, Kyle, basically play as linebackers and how you go about teaching them, you know, their responsibilities from that alignment as well. Yeah, I would say as a coaching staff, we're very cohesive in uh, everything we do. We try to – we try to. Um, you know, cultivate a, an atmosphere of learning for the players, not only just learning what you have to do, but learning what everyone else has to do. And that's trickled down, you know, generation after generation under um, Coach Belichick. Uh, so we try to we try to be, you know, try to be conceptual learners. And so if someone uh, gets hurt in the game, you know, a linebacker, we can easily plug a safety in there. Now, look, you don't want to go the other way by plugging a linebacker in at safety. But at the same time, like we can plug a linebacker in a defensive end, which we do all the time. And so uh, all these guys, you know, we always talk about versatility in the scheme and things like that. But it, it's been great working with uh, Brian and and working with the safeties and, you know, just really all those guys. All right, thanks. And the second question, uh, we saw on Sunday you guys drop guys off the line of scrimmage and, and kind of blitz from other spots in the defense. And I was just wondering for Judon, for Uche, those seem to be the primary guys doing that. Uh, what do you guys see in them in practice that it allows you to know that they can handle dropping into coverage in a game situation? Well, last year, uh, last year they did a lot of that. Not a lot, but they did it at times. And if you remember when Uche first got here, he played a lot more off the ball than on the ball linebacker. So he understands uh, zone concepts and things like that. And so does uh, Matt Judon. And their versatility definitely is a is a strength. And, you know, and when they do decide to rush, that's definitely one of their strengths as well. So just keeping offensive lines guessing and not always sending the same people is part of our game plan uh, mentality here. Thanks, John. Thanks, Evan. And uh, it looks like we'll take our final question from Zach Cox. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Zach? Doing well. Uh, just wanted to ask you with Matthew Slater uh, now becoming the second place person on uh, on the franchise's all-time games played list. Just in your mind, what has he meant to this franchise and this organization over all the years that he's been here? Uh, you know, look, Slater is uh, the ultimate professional on and off the field. Um, one of the best leaders I've been around. And, you know, this this uh, you know, this interview has really been around evolution, whether we're talking about coach evolving or we're talking about Tom and the team evolving. But when Slate and I came in together, I mean, I looked at him like he had no chance of making a team. <laughs> Seriously. And just through his hard work and through his effort and through his smarts and toughness and attitude he's a he was able to you know turn himself into the slater that you see today and i couldn't be more proud of my brother uh to still be going and to have that title as number two uh in all-time games here now look he's he hopefully he chases number one it's a long way away but um you know if anyone could do it it's going to be slate awesome thank you thanks Zach. okay guys thank you